Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, and welcome to Dustrious, a high magic, high fantasy homeworld setting based loosely off the Pathfinder 1E system. This and Eldritch Dream Games production is made possible by our patrons, Brian Bridges, Brian Wraith, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, Undead Fish, and in memory of Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our episode to hear about some projects that some of these were working on. But for now, let's get started with our story. All right, so would anybody be doing anything in particular over the next couple of days while Rick sits in jail? Uh, working on the tool, uh, toy. I, I wrote it. I wrote it wrong, and I said it wrong. The toy box, not the toolbox. The toy box. <laughs> the toy box. Russell will probably be splitting his time between hanging out up at the jail as long as Rick feels social, and then heading back to keep an eye on things and make sure all the final details of the uh, the uh, I don't know the the gambling den. <laughs> I was actually going to ask. Do you have a name for it yet? No. I, I need to figure that out quick. You figure that out before the grand opening. <laughs> Russell's hustle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, maybe in his head, but no. <laughs> well, to to uh to be fair, I don't think Rick is ever very sociable, but the other people guarding him are. Yeah. So there would be people you could talk to. <laughs> and that that'll be Definitely something that he would do, you know, as as the days go by and whatnot. But I, I've I've never seen Rick be extremely sociable. Mm-hmm. There was that one time with the the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that was not Rick's sociable. Social. That was a temper tantrum. Effectively. Oh yeah, That's acting out. <laughs> uh. Rick is with these books. He's he's not just trying to be like, oh, this is a circle you can do for that. And oh, this is a circle you can do for that. He's trying to piece together all the information to figure out how it works. Like the root, like why, how, why, what can you do? How can you tweak it? So, so you're trying to actually understand the mechanics of it. The, yeah. And uh, speaking of mechanics, uh, because this is a uh, very different system that I'm used to with all the magic and stuff, is uh, and I'm not trying to like peek at your character or whatever, but doing this, will this give him, you, I'm uh, addressing both of you, um, will this give him um, bonuses and stuff? Will this actually help or is this just a role play aspect that you're... This is uh, just a role play aspect yeah. going into it. If you've got the ability to cast a spell, you can cast it. You don't have to understand it. Gotcha. I didn't know if like this was uh, his slash yours, um, like, you know, you uh, leveling yourself up, like, you know, unlocking things sort of thing. But that's cool. I was just curious. Now, I've this seen is some just people... Sean because Sean has to understand everything. Yep, that's cool with me. I just curious just as a as a side thing. And I haven't even been asked that, but it just kind of seemed like a cool thing. Oh, well, like th- this might be playing into some spell crafting later, but uh... Uh, other than that, like I think the only 
the only thing that mechanically I might have like learned with this is how to perform rituals, which I did that a while back, I think. Okay. And that just that just requires more people ultimately. Like you you get a bunch of people together to do sure. big magic. Yeah. And so this this is mostly just uh for flavor for something he may be doing later. So uh Zav will be there the rest of that which is essentially your second day in jail. And then Darlene will take the night shift. On the third day, Travis will be there. They, he finally will have made it in and, and he will take the day shift and Darlene will, will be there that night. Um, okay. So that is who is around if, if anybody wishes to talk to them about anything in particular. And, uh, and I'll RP as much of this as you would like, but um, Russell will... Uh, will make it a point to be social enough with anyone working guard duty to extend the same offer to them as Darlena. As the, okay. the whole, hey, you drink for cost if you happen to be, you know, up and willing to help out with any problems that arise in the in the bar. Right. Um, Zav, of course, would have no issue with that. Uh, he'd tell you he's not likely to spend lots of time at the bar. But uh, when he's there, he's fine with that. Um, Travis would tell you outright he's he's usually not in town unless they need him for something. Oh yeah, understandably so. Um, so typically he comes into town to take care of whatever they need taken care of, and then he goes back out. Fair enough. Maybe Russell would go so far as to see if he had any preferred provisions or stuff like that. You know, maybe we can uh, make sure Travis stays in care packages. Uh, he pretty much, when he's out, uh, hunts and gathers for most of his meals and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the the only thing that he uh, really purchases much of is uh, flint and other workable stone because he makes his own arrows. And while he <laughs> knows he can do it with magic, he prefers to do it by hand. That's, like, how he spends his evenings. Mm-hmm. Well then, I'll uh, I'll keep an eye out for something to bribe and leverage. I mean, I mean, the <laughs> friend, that particular member of the guard. All right. And um, I'm thinking the vagabonds repose. Okay, what is that? For a name for Russell's. Okay. Maybe commonly known as the vagabond, but that works. So, are you planning on having your grand opening, uh, like? Immediately after Rick is released, or a day or two uh, later, how are you planning uh, to do a, this? At least one day later. I figured at some point Russell would let Rick know, and yeah, this might need to be RP'd, but um, that they have dinner plans the, the day he's released. Okay, so. Do we now? I have dinner plans when I'm released. <laughs> well, this would, this would be more of a social call for you than actual eating, but. Uh, but Ben, one of the uh, one of the offended fathers from the initial issue we had, has been uh, rather peaceable once he uh, once he kind of got to see both ends of the situation. And his only request in being the uh, the calm voice amongst the rabble was to go talk to his daughter. 
sit down and have a meal. Let her, let her know that despite whatever happened and whatnot and how she felt or walked away from that situation, that you're just as human, quote unquote, as the rest of us. You know, you're not some horrible monster to make uh, to make her scared at night. You're just someone else who made a mistake, just like she did. But yeah, that's that's kind of his goal. It, it would uh, it would appear we have the same dinner plans then. Excellent. So, uh, what kind of card games have developed since uh, my time and yours? <laughs> Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Uno. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gathering. Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against (laughs) Humanity. Uh, Nothing nothing we can play with this deck. (laughs) uh, I honestly, I don't know if there have been any particularly new, like, card games of that (laughs) type. Not a character. (laughs) It's those kind of cards that have been around a while. So, I don't know. (laughs) So, uh, after your third day and night, the next morning, you will be set free yay I can cast magic again if it ever does come up again Hold'em was actually developed after Russell's time ah. wiki I mean history check I don't I don't think Rick, Rick would know that I don't think he's that familiar with the exact history of card games <laughs> and the google on his phone doesn't work Nope. No! I don't have access to Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't think I could play Russell without access to Wikipedia. <laughs> At least six or seven times per session. I'm like, did this exist by 1875? Shit. No, it didn't. <laughs> so where are you going first, Rick? Uh, first, I'm going back to my house. And I'm going to the basement. That's where you always go. Bow chicka wow wow. There is no bow chicka wow wow in the basement. The basement is for work. <laughs> uh, um, and I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to go just make sure that things are squared away, and I am going to uh, cast scrying on uh, on our tiefling buddy again, Mal. Also, as a note, I'm one day out from training again. He This time he is uh, in a cave. Just a rocky, rocky cave. And seems to be descending downward uh, as he makes his way along. You can tell there is a slope. Uh, is there anything notable, like, in the makeup of this cave? Um, materials or like a particularly funky stalactite that's really specific looking. No, this is a rather narrow passage. And of course, there's no way for you to tell exactly where it's located. Um, and you could tell he's moving kind of slow because uh, it is fairly steep. So he's trying to keep his footing. Uh, one minute per level. I'm going to keep following him for the full four minutes. Yeah, he's just making his way downward. <laughs> hmm. Nosy. Why are you so concerned with what Mal's doing? Because Mal just up and disappeared, and he was the one that was, like, 
hey, this powerful thing, bring it to me. Uh, and he's obviously fucking looking for something. Um, I've only got a 20 for a uh, 20% chance for this to work, but I'm going to try and cast a message through the scrying at him. Okay. Uh, that's an 86. And since I didn't call high or low, that's not gonna, that's not gonna be a good. So yeah, it doesn't work. So Russell, yes. there's going to be a knock on your door this morning. Okay. And this is the day that Rick gets out. Yes. Okay, Russell, uh, you know, make sure he's at least decent, you know, shirt, pants, maybe a pistol at his hip, and he'll head downstairs. Yeah, and it, it just, just dissolved at the door. Um, and he's just All like, right. uh, thought you'd want to know the kid's out. Excellent. I'll, uh, is there uh, any activity up there, or are things relatively calm? I hadn't seen any problems, and... He went straight back to his house where he's always hid away, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, thank you much. Well, uh, I think, uh, well, hell, we might need to uh, talk to Jaravik. I'm thinking of doing a bit of a shindig, not tonight, but tomorrow night. Uh, get things opened up here, right? Just, uh, just so you know. Sounds fun. Give the kid a night to get on his feet before uh, before we uh, make sure that no one, even the undead, ain't sleeping <laughs> within a few blocks of the house. Well, uh, if it's uh, after dark, Gavin and I will come by. Excellent. It'll, of course, we may, we may start a bit before, but we'll go long after. All right. I just uh, didn't figure he'd bother to, you know, go announce his release to everybody, so... Oh, yeah. No, he definitely won't, but I knew it was coming at some point today. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Uh, did I discover a secret uh, gas hole to my house? No. No. Gas hole. Okay. Then I will... If Since it's daytime, yes? Yes. I, I will be bedecked with my daytime magics and uh, go to uh, Gavin and Zob's house. Alright. And ins- inspect this apparently uh, full closet of finery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you uh, get there, Gavin is there. He's not left yet. <laughs> I'd wave. And then uh, he just tell you glad to have you home as he headed upstairs. But yes, uh, in this closet is a wide range of clothes uh, from rather casual stuff to really, really fancy stuff that uh, is all obviously been custom made. Uh, the buttons and, and such on it uh, all look like your mask. Uh, the color schemes are based on colors that you're known to wear. Um, just really, really fine stuff. Uh, I, I feel like, for the most part, Rick doesn't... Uh, he, he's not too big into, like, fancy clothes in terms of, like, uh, function. 
Right. So he'll probably go with something that looks nice, but is a little more casual. Okay. But yeah, the the, the closet is full. Your uh, your one undead character is not standing in the closet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what what are what are Brew and Bray doing? They're just there in your room. Uh, the one, of course, doesn't really do much of anything. He's not intelligent. He's not. He's person. got a seven. He's, he's but, dumb, uh, but he can do things. The, the other one would be like, it is about time you were hugged. You know how bored things were getting. It's, uh, oh, I was stuck in the same spot without the use of magic for three days. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you understand then. So what are we doing today? Oh. You can, um, actually, I've got an idea. So, we we discovered this fun fact that the, uh, that the share, uh, memories and share thoughts spell is not considered a mind-affecting effect. So, oh. I'm going to just, uh, cast, uh, share, uh, share thoughts with him. And I, I impart to him an idea I've had, uh... Oh no! And uh, ask him what he thinks of it. And basically, I I've thought about opening a shop that deals in not the Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a shop that that deals in uh in inactive necromantic materials so bones skeletons uh materials of interest for the crafting of such things uh, and it's not purely for necromantic um magics it could also be used for uh there's a skeletal version of um what you call it, where you stuff animals. Taxidermy. Yeah, there, there's a skeletal version of taxidermy. I don't know what it's called. Uh, it might still be taxidermy, I, I think, technically. But um, it could be used the for stuff that. museums do with dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and, like, at the moment, of course, we would not store humanoid skeletons because I think if we were to ever stock those, they would have to have been uh, people that deserve <laughs> in Rick's view. Uh, so it would mostly just be like animal skeletons and stuff. But the idea of collecting samples and whatnot for something like that, uh, he, he's got some ideas for some magical ways to spruce it up and whatnot as well. <laughs> All right. So, what are you wanting this this uh, minion of yours to do? Um, first of all, I would like him to. Um, it, in my house, I have many empty rooms. To select one of these empty rooms, and uh, go down to the uh, go down to the boneyard, uh, to Travis's boneyard, and just start collecting. Oh, Travis's boneyard, not Farazma's. No, 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 no. not that one. <laughs> Travis's boneyard. <laughs> just just uh, stop by the boneyard and pick me up a pint or two. <laughs> no, uh, Travis's boneyard where he dumps uh, the carcasses and start collecting. Uh, and 
uh, to the best of his ability, perhaps assembling if he doesn't find it too boring. Okay. So uh, he's going, tell- and unless you tell him not to, he's going to take the other minion with him. Yeah. Uh, I just say make sure not to fuck with anybody and to not show any aggression uh, and whatnot. So. so Rick's first day out of jail, he's collecting skeletons. Brigger to Darling, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, he has been spending this time uh, making this uh, toy box. Not collecting skeletons, then. No, well, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Finding he spent the he he spent the last bit um, looking for good solid wood that's going to uh, withstand the tortures children would uh, enact on a toy box. All right. And he's just going to, he's going to put all of his heart, well, not all of his heart and soul, he's not going to kill himself, uh, into uh, creating this thing. And um, I was looking at my spell list. I don't really have fun spells to, to put on this thing. Um, I was like thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to imbue this thing with a little bit of magic. But I'm looking at my spell list and all of it does not look uh, child friendly. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you might could use some of your fire magic to do like uh, engraving. Oh sure, yeah. Like like you would do with a heat gun or something to to make it all pretty or. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that too. And he was gonna carve uh, just uh, intricate uh, animals around it. Like it basically looks like a. Uh, shit. Well, uh, animal cracker box, you know, with just the, those animals just carved into like embossed. What's it called? A, a bob relief? You guys familiar with that? Yes. But I'm assuming yours are not in cages like on the animal crackers. No, 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 no. They're going to be, no, they're all going to just be uh, frolicking around and uh, it's going to, every race that uh, Rigard has encountered, they're all going to be just playing and just like kind of just this tableau of all the races he's seen with as many animals as he can think of. Just kind of like smile, just kind of, and he's going to be intricate about that. He'll get the fine tools out and have faces and stuff in there. Um, okay. Do you want to do a craft check? Sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Character sheet. Craft. Okay. It's just a plus two. I didn't know if you had any ranks in your woodwork. Not 20. All right. <laughs> Sweet. That's uh, 22. Um, so yeah, and, and he's uh, he's just putting it all in there, and he's uh, the, the hinges are all there, and uh, he's making little figurines also of as many different animals of various size uh, according to categories. So if uh, TTRPGs ever get introduced in Industrious, they have all the minis they could want for their <laughs> monsters. None of that pawn bullshit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, he he'll like you know. In, uh, He's not needed to walk guard duty on that day because uh, Rick has been that. But uh, instead of just sitting around in his house uh, with the little parts, he'll save the little parts for when he's out just walking around and checking in on everyone. And he's uh, going to make sure that those butterflies that um, Iva. Yes. Butterflies or Iva. Uh, those those are represented as well uh, in the box uh, and as little figurines as well. All right. So, uh, on the days that Brickard was doing guard duty, though, would he have stopped by Iva's place? Uh, yeah, he he would be uh, as thorough as possible. He wouldn't be line for, but he would definitely uh, make sure no no 
uh, side street, no behind the building was unturned so on his watch. Brigard would notice she still has the little fox that's living in his oh, fox nice. house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, he'll uh, he'll go up to her and uh, uh, you know inspect that the cage is still being. Uh, it's still sturdy enough. It's still, um, or not the box. It was a whole, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, I made like a little fox house for it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, so because you know, y'all, y'all told her you probably shouldn't like sleep in her bed at night. Uh, but uh, yeah, she still has the little fox and has been feeding it regular and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So she has this little friend now. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll go and check in with her and see how she's doing with the training and making sure she's being careful, uh, taking all precautions, even though this thing probably, it seems like it's uh, imprinted upon her. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the fox was pretty, pretty young still. Um, so it was a little skittish ever and whatnot at first, but uh, as she is the one providing it with food, it has warmed up to her. Awesome. And uh, he'll he'll uh, tell her that uh, the inn will be opening soon and it's going to be a place for everyone to come play. Maybe not foxes just yet, but um, <laughs> and kind of sh- show show her the uh, the progress he's made on uh, replicating the uh, butterflies. And uh, she will give you some of her butterflies, the ones that she uh, weaves out of the fine threads. Oh, nice. OK. But yes, she she has kept a little fox. She has a friend now. Um, did did we ever actually go talk to the chin again? No, no. Oh wait, no. I think we did. We we figured it out and whatever. And uh, I think Russell gave his like final ultimatum sort of thing. I don't. Or maybe that was previous. Uh, I'll have to listen back and, and yeah, see no, what, I, what we did. I don't believe so because Russell's final ultimatum to that gin is kind of resting at don't fuck up again or I'm going to come fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I will take a moment to remind you uh, all while Travis happens to be in town that y'all had decided that while she is more verbal, she's still like an eight year old. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so that y'all were going to talk to Travis about possibly acting as her caretaker. Yes. Yes. So if that is still something y'all want to do, or if there was somebody else that y'all wanted to consider, but while he is no. in town, I will remind y'all of that. Yeah, no, uh, Br- yeah. Brigard had that idea too, to have her go out on a uh, rounds with him out of town. But then when uh, Russell did his uh, mental surgery, is that what you call it? Or psychic, psychic surgery? surgery. Psychic, psychic surgery. surgery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, I was like, oh, maybe she may not want to do that. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to talk yeah. to Travis, that'd be. Yeah, that works. And... So are y'all going to try to fetch Rick from his basement or? I'm not in my basement. Well, he's yeah. He... Gab. Okay. Yeah. You went to Gab's house, but are y'all going to fetch Rick before y'all take off to do things? Would be the next question. I'll, uh, yes, I'll probably it shortcut is. it by sending a message spell. All right. That makes it much easier to try to find him. Because after, after <laughs> I get my clothes, um, my new clothes, um, that that's kind of when I would be heading out. I just I gave uh, Bruner um, some some noggin thoughts. 
Yes, and, uh, your, your minions what, did, have left Did he to... like the idea? Because he's the intelligent, he's the intelligent uh, one. Nargan thoughts set, set like undead minion haagen He wants <laughs> pretty much anything that you want to do because you're the boss. And you find okay. him, you have, yeah, you find him, yeah, you find him to be a very agreeable <laughs> person. He's very agreeable. Yeah, as long as you don't let him get bored, he's very agreeable. Like, he'll, he'll complain and get grumpy and irritable when he's bored, but as long as you're giving him tasks to complete or whatever, anything you say is a great idea. Okay. So, I guess if he if he wants, once he collects all of the bones in the boneyard, he can then begin sorting loose parts into categories. Okay. Um, but yeah, I will... I will cast on myself uh, my needed daytime spells, and I will. Um, I'll do the fusion spell so that um, or, uh, meld meld familiar, so that uh, Deju's just not being a creepy floating skull. About all right. So you're gonna go then and answer the message from Russell. Yeah, and tell him that I'm on my way. He'll, uh, he'll send another one and be like, excellent. We'll, uh, let's all just congregate outside of Brickard's. He's, uh, he's working on a project and he's, uh, he's getting quite distractible when it comes to that wood carving stuff. <laughs> all right. So y'all meet up outside of Brickard's place. And, uh, yes, Brickard is inside carving and etching. Meanwhile, a skeleton in a suit of haunted armor just trapes on towards the edge of town behind me. (laughs) Russell, kind of watch the skeleton trapes on by and look towards Rick and be like, well, um, I I suppose people are going to have to get used to the sight of (laughs) him. Hey, he just shrugs. You, uh, you doing okay after your uh, your time in the slammer? Yeah, I still got time before uh, anything starts to change. Good. It's just uh, you know, I I couldn't see a peaceable way out of it otherwise. I wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have thrown you under the bus or nothing had I saw something else. It was fine. It was the direction I was pointed anyway. Fair enough. With that he'll he'll go and start knocking on Brigard's door. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on Brigard's door. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Brigard will uh, open the door. Uh, he's covered in uh, wood shavings and dust, and I snap my fingers, and he's not. I will save to resist. <laughs> oh. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, would that be a will or a reflex? I don't don't know. I I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Press the digitation. The digitation has a save. (laughs) I assume there would be some. Um, uh, Russell, Rick, welcome. Uh, Come in. Come in. Excellent. Well, well, Brickard, I... I've suddenly found myself realizing I didn't tell you about our dinner plans for this evening. But, uh... <laughs> Classic. One of the, uh, walk in. <laughs> one of the families uh, invited us to join them for an evening meal. Kind of a 
finish smoothing the last bits of things over. Oh, which family? Ben's. Was it Ben one of the ones at the lynch mob? Yes, he was the more peaceable amongst them. So we were to have a meal with them? Yes, just to, you know, bury the hatchet, as it were. I don't have a hatchet, Russell. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's a figure of speech. Uh, to, to put your weapons of war away so they won't be used. If you bury your hatchet, it's just going to decompose underneath the soil. It's it's a, that's the idea. ruining a perfectly good weapon. What if you need a hatchet again? The idea is that you will not because you have made peace with your enemy. It, it's a figure of speech. Don't you don't have uh, to look okay. into it that far. Of, of course, you don't have to take um, it literally. I've never been much for reading, Rick. You know that. <laughs> I'm an <laughs> idiot. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think uh, Rick like we... legitimately laughs. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, should we prepare a dish of our own to bring? Nah, um, Ben implied that his uh, his wife was a more than capable cook, and uh, frankly, I figured with a lot of us, uh, a lot of us living off rations and whatnot, except for the last few days or so, it'd probably be a welcome sight. Little did we know that his wife is an experienced bounty hunter or vampire hunter. Hey. <laughs> and Ben had children, so perhaps I could bring some of these and uh, he'll uh, pull out of a. He. Someone guided him. He saw blacksmiths wearing aprons and he thought they looked neat with the pockets. So he does wear an apron when he's doing woodwork now. He's uh, going to dig out of his pockets uh, just fistfuls of uh, little figurines he's been crafting and uh he's got them finished i will a fistful I have of figurines little, yes a fistful of figurines <laughs> uh oh i see your comment there um i think according to willow woe that's like 20 or 40 or something like that oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> rigor has very large hands uh and they're a small figure so yeah he's got a fistful are they and uh, he'll say <laughs> There's a couple dwarves in there. Uh, he, he, there. There you go, Robin. Tricky. Wait, there you go, Robin. There's your first hint. Brigard has large hands. I'm about to say, what's the rule? D8 plus charisma? Or... <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, these and he did he did uh, get some dwarves. It was difficult to get detail on the beards, but uh, he was careful and he he thinks he, he does it justice. So uh, I have these I could give to the little ones. Can, can I tell what kind of tools he's using exactly? Like, like he's not using a lathe or a drill press or anything like that. It's all hand done. It's just, you know. I'll, I'll spend a couple turns. I'll summon up like a dagger and then fabricate it into um, like an exacto knife kit. <laughs> give it to Burgard. Oh, oh, this would make it much easier. My... My hands get cramped when I have to do the small part. That's why I, I do them on my walk so I don't, my whole body doesn't sense, uh, seize up and tense up. So this should this should make quick work of this, and he'll uh, he'll he'll pocket those. Oh, please uh, tell me somebody's gonna offer Brigger to background. Oh well. Wow, that that split second silence. I mean, his body his body is getting tense. I mean, I suppose if at any point he felt the need, as of tomorrow, I will have an establishment well open. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I summon an umbral berserker to really get into the knots in his shoulders. Uh, and while this is happening, like, I, I see why you you ask for them so much. This is <laughs> this is magical. <laughs> well, well, Brigard, your your back rubs are technically the only ones that have in fact been magical. <laughs> Oh, Rick, yes. Rick grumbles about the technicality of him conjuring no, if, an unseen servant. <laughs> no, in, in the in the in the issue of equality, if you're ever interested in making a little bit of extra coin on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had that joke where uh he was gonna set up shop as the masseuse, wasn't there? The <laughs> <laughs> if this wood if this wood carving thing doesn't pan out, he can always go back to what got him through the Formative years. <laughs> you mean like the formative week? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like I think we're technically pretty fast tracked at this point. I would say I've officially become Burgard's pimp, but I've actually hired a madam to handle that kind of business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did roll for it. They're not super good exacto knives. They're just plain old exacto knives i rolled really badly okay well when they snap he'll 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 bring them to you to repair okay i didn't i didn't have my whole uh, crafting setup cast so it was just a normal roll side note because brian's had a lot of rum um the uh really if for anyone out there who's into the artistic practices or whatnot, it is really worth it to spend a little bit more for the, the really nice exacto blades because of that very reason. They do not snap or dull nearly as quickly. Yeah, it's it's, it's a combination of the his shitty roll and uh, Brigger not used to using such precision tools that uh, uh, bowl in a china shop kind of thing, I'm thinking. <laughs> so when... Did you come to collect me for this dinner meet dinner party now? Yeah, more or less, as long as you're uh, available. I mean, I kind of hope you are. As yes, I, yeah, uh, uh, as I assured your presence and then forgot to ask you. I would, I would not want my friend to be made a liar. And he'll uh, take his apron off and uh, gather up. Uh, will we need to arm ourselves at this dinner meeting? I suspect not. Um, it'd probably be impolite to go as far unless you have something that you can carry all concealed, like, and Russell will pull his coat back and reveal one of his pistols. Don't you got a submachine gun? No. He has, a, <laughs> he has, a, he has semi-automatic weapons. He hasn't made the leap into, into full auto yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, he'll he'll look around. No. If, if we run into anything, the... The magic at my disposal will have to do. I, I'm not going to bring my large weapons into a peaceful, uh, olive branch. It, the, it, not not to mention the fact that you can just get angry and like grow claws and fangs. Well, yes, I was just flavoring it up a little, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> that is magic at his disposal. Brigard can get scary. Okay, I can't so wait to you see. You won't that. like him when he's scary. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> Are y'all going to talk to Brigard about going to find Travis before he leaves town? Oh, yeah. We need to. Uh... Yeah, that, that, that's why That's why I asked if we were going straight to dinner. I was <laughs> leaving that open for you. Sorry, rum. <laughs> no, you're good. 
But yeah, we uh we do need to stop and uh, talk to Travis about Young Iva, but on our way over oh. to Ben's. Is Travis in town? Yes. Oh, that's great. I I would love to see him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he was at the uh, he was at the jail last night. So uh, as Russell was talking to uh to Darlena first, and then Travis during this day, uh, you know that uh. His house, he does not live there with the, uh, in the noble district. Uh, his house, if, if you have your little map, ah, map, is one of the smaller buildings behind the noble district there, across from uh, the town hall and merchant's guild and stuff, uh, near, mm-hmm. near the school. There's a, a row of smaller houses, and that is where he lives, this is one of those. Hmm, okay. He just, he basically took the smallest house that they had available as he's not home often. Mm-hmm. These homes weren't uh, damaged in the uh, uh, crossover war, <laughs> w- no. were they? Okay. So y'all would get to Travis's place and he'd open the door and invite y'all in. Um, his house is rather small. I mean, probably about the size of, of an average bedroom. It It is just the one room. Uh, it does have a stove in it like a little uh, iron pot belly stove and of course hmm. he, it has a little bed and whatnot and a table with a couple of chairs around it and it has a stand in one corner for his hawk to sit on if y'all remember his hawk Oswald mm-hmm. so Oswald has his own furniture and uh, so yeah he's like how can I help you gentlemen uh, Travis it's good to see you back in town um I don't really know why they needed to speak to you, but uh, they told me that you were in town and I couldn't take up the, uh, pass up the opportunity to come visit and check in on you and Oswald. Uh, well, I came into town to do the day shift at the jail while they were holding Rick. Ah, that's why I didn't see you. I was left to uh, patrol the town while the uh, jail was being staffed. Well, it's all said and done now, so I'm sure he's as glad it's over as I am. Yep. Kind of sucks. <laughs> well, I guess the uh, the answer is don't do anything they can throw you in jail for again. That's the idea. Uh, are you going to be in town much longer? Uh, probably not too long. I mean, I'll stay the rest of the day and this evening, and I'll probably leave out tomorrow morning. How goes your uh, hunts? How How is it out there? Pretty good. Uh, I've seen a bit of an increase in the deer population over in the east side of the island uh, towards the north. So uh, I'm going to head out that direction and try to determine why the sudden influx. Hmm. Could be the predators that preyed upon them have uh, dwindled. Perhaps there's a a new predator in the area. That's what I'm going to go find out. But uh, I try to make sure it all stays in relative balance. We were wondering if you would like to or be capable of um, being a guardian for Iva. The girl who doesn't speak? Long story short, that's kind of fixed, but she's still like a kid. But apparently her grandfather is a djinn, a genie person. Uh, And... It would be best if somebody kept an eye on her 
and she seems to have taken to hunting and uh, has adopted a fox. She made friends with a fox? Yeah, it kind of seems like your shtick. Yes, the way she cared for that baby fox after her mother was killed uh, shows that she has great compassion towards the nature. She have any experience hunting? Any skill for it? Uh, the finer points, perhaps not yet, but she's a damn fine shot. All right. Well, uh, I don't particularly want to force this girl to go live in the wilderness, but if she wants to, I suppose it'd be okay. On again, off again, as often as she likes, and maybe we can talk to Amelia about having a, a similar deal as Iva had before, where, you know, everyone makes sure she's still fed here in town. I mean, yeah, if, if she's up to trekking through the wilderness for weeks at a time, then uh, she's welcome to come. And if memory serves, we did clear this with her before we uh, we decided to go talk to Travis about this, right? We did, she, like, she did show uh, amenable to the idea of it, right? We're not... <laughs> well, like, y'all didn't talk to her about staying with Travis, but you did talk to her about the hunting, and you do know mm-hmm. that uh, to begin with... To put it in mechanical terms, mm-hmm. uh, you, she doesn't seem to cast any spells or anything, but the one thing she does do is every shot is true shot for her. Oh, nice. She does not miss. Um, and she found the fox because she was out around the farms scouting around with her bow and things. So, you know, she has kind of an, a love for and inclination towards this kind of thing. I think we were trying to just put all our ducks in a row before we decided anything. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, we we wanted to talk to Travis so we didn't come to her, get her hopes up, and have them dashed by Travis saying, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a lone wolf, a rebel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I remember now. But, yeah, he will tell you if, if she wants to go that he will be leaving out uh, tomorrow morning about sunrise to have her meet him here at his house. Well, uh, I guess we ought to let her know then. Yes, I'm, I'm, I hope she's going to take to it, uh, take to it kindly. She's, she has a real opportunity here to learn quite a bit and to be a bit of a hero in her own right to, uh, be the one to go out and bring in game for the whole town. Well, I, I had, I had three kids of my own back home. They were... Good deal younger than her, but uh, I guess the concept is still the same. Keep him out of danger. Before he was brought to this world, he had three kids of his own. And uh, while they were much younger than Iva is, he assumes that the concept of taking care of her is pretty much the same. And they may be, she may be uh, kind of still on that level in some ways. So won't be too different, don't think. All right, then. Uh, like I said, just have her here in the morning if she's gonna go okay perhaps we should tell her before she goes to bed to rest up because she has a bit of a trek ahead of her yeah all right so uh y'all will go speak to Iva. she would actually be very very excited about the prospect of of going out on a long hunting trip awesome <laughs> she'd be gathering you know her bow all of her arrows she has made uh, like a little sling that's kind of like a baby carrier for the fox 
<laughs> that that she's she's got little vixen in her, in her sling and is just kind of this nose poking out as she's rummaging through stuff in the house. I do not care at what point in time you are listening to this artist, but fan art right there. That is what we need. Yeah. Iva with a vixen sling. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it that y'all will head for your dinner meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ben would have sent instructions for you. You're not blindly wandering around trying to figure out which house this is. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you arrive, the the house is a good way back from the road. Uh, there is like a small pasture in front of the house where there are some goats and sheep that graze in, in these pastures on either side of the uh, I wouldn't really be a drive as they don't drive cars but a drive up to the house uh, mm-hmm. there is a a good bit of animal pens and stuff behind the house and you, you can hear several animals uh, very obviously this man and his family are ranchers Moo. <laughs> that, that is one of the sounds you hear Sean yes Whatever the sound mom is. Wow, made. that doesn't sound anything like a cow. I'm immediately suspicious. <laughs> and if Rick is suspicious, Rick is always suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> name, name one time when Rick is not suspicious. Oh. There were about 30 seconds there at the beginning of the campaign where he just figured he was dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> There's just, so, there's yes, just uh, some random dude standing out in the field going, moo. <laughs> moo. As, as y'all approach the house, though, you could definitely smell the aroma of something very tasty being cooked up inside. Is his wife's name The Rock? No. Mm. <laughs> you don't know her name yet. You ain't met her yet. But we could smell what she's cooking. <laughs> ben has changed his mind. He would have to hire Rickard and Russell to kill Rick. That's it's not the way it's going to work. If if Russell ever kills Rick, he's not going to take money for it. He's not that much of a bastard. The uh, the uh, the inverse is also true. <laughs> if you're going to make Rick live. No, if Rick's going to kill <laughs> Russell. I think you meant to say reverse. Oh, uh, yeah. You're right. right? I, think, I think so, yeah. All right, I just got the pedant. Yeah, you, you win this pe- pedant pendant. Send you to a pedant tentury. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was a good you You're really rolling the tonight, dog. I was sitting well. on that one for like a month, but I wanted to make sure I did it on voice at some point <laughs> with an audience. what Ben's wife is cooking. It's people. Are you done? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tracy is having none of your shits. <laughs> She she's being very nice, right? I, I, I'm just waiting for for them to be done so we can continue with the story. Yep, uh, Brigard, uh 
we'll, uh, he's going to pull out the uh, little figurines he was crafting so he doesn't come in empty-handed. I right. will make sure to at least probably the first time since they've came to Destrous to actually come in the door hat in hand. So, yeah, Ben will answer the door when y'all get there and uh, welcome y'all. Be like, Thank you so much for coming. Uh, the, the supper's almost done, but uh, y'all are welcome to come in and have a seat in the family room while we wait. Sure thing. Uh, much obliged for having us. And yes, I'm very honored to have a meal with you. You have a, a lovely home and your your ranch seems to be thriving. Oh yeah, we do we do pretty good. Uh, got some good stock and generations of selective breathing. Um this way please and he he'll walk into the family room. Rick. Yes. You will immediately recognize one of the girls that is sitting there. Uh there are there are other children in the room that are younger than her. She's obviously the oldest of the siblings. Um, you you know who she is. This is Claire, and you did resurrect both her and her father. In case you have forgotten, uh, I remembered that bit. I am putting her name down though, and her relation. So because I believe I resurrected like three of them. So. Right. <laughs> um. So I'll uh, I'll nod when I come in uh, quietly. Um, and Ben will ask you all to, to sit down and just move whatever the kids have in your way. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> wow, we picked that up on Tracy's mic. Yep, that hurt. You all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are Are you allergic to nice family dinners? <laughs> no. It's basically so, everything that Rick is against at this point. It is a known vampire weakness. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever sneezed so, so hard that so you so much garlic and love that <laughs> like your neck hurts after it? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. oh. Do you need a minute, Sean? No, I'm good. Okay, so yes, Ben will will invite you all to take a seat, telling you just to move anything the kids have in your way. Uh, are the kids out? Yeah, the, they're okay. Claire is sitting here, um, which she is the girl that Rick is supposed to be making friends with. <laughs> and there are four other children. Um, there's a boy that is just a, just maybe two or three years younger than her, it looks like. And then there are three smaller children that okay, you're, you're uh, guessing are 10 and younger. Okay, uh, Brigger's going to hand a couple of the figurines to Rick and whisper... Take these to the girls you threatened. I, I I take them, and I look at them, uh, and she's she's like what she's like what thirteen fourteen. Yeah. I look at them and I'm like I think she's a little old for like little, little toy doll things. Well, Brigger's feelings are hurt. He'll take them back and then he'll go to the younger children <laughs> and know. just offer this. I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> No, it's fine. I'm just being a dick. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you're right. She is coming into adulthood. Perhaps these are beyond her. Or she is beyond... <laughs> <laughs> she, she's too old perhaps. to understand how fucking good these are. They're, they're, they're like... They're fucking like... They're like tricks. These are for kids. Fuck them. Yes. 
Uh, perhaps she is more advanced in years than to find fun with these. You're right. And uh, he'll go to the other ones and just kind of like display them all out for the kids to. Like when Brigard goes and sits down and starts <laughs> showing them these toys, the little kids are just going to start climbing all over you, playing with the toys and whatnot. Um, you you have become their human jungle gym. Nice. And like Ben will keep me going, like get off of him, and they might for like two seconds, and then you're right back. Kids, kids, stop playing with the cleric of Asmodeus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a paladin of Asmodeus. Oh, uh, I kind of Rick kind of rubs his hands together and casts grease on Brigard, like not on his feet, I like I, I don't want him to fall. <laughs> like I'm just greasing Brigard. <laughs> And uh, just 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 to clarify, I'm not like actually mechanically. I just think of him more, definitely more as a fighter for rather than a. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. War priest. Student of war priest. Yeah, I think. Okay, oh, war priest. Thank you. I, I. Are you actually greasing up the big barbarian? Yes. Are you doing this? Yes, I cast the grease oh spell God. on him. But like- inside their home. It does. It doesn't actually like slime up everything or nothing. It's. I'm just making you slippery, so they can't climb on you. Are you making it weird, Sean? <laughs> no, I'm not making it. They they won't be able to climb on you now. <laughs> They're children. It's all right. They they'll show acrobatic acumen and they can be useful in fights when they grow up. <laughs> they'll find a way. Right, can I have some of that rum, please? Yes, yes, please. Take all the rum. Actually, um, we're gonna have to switch to whiskey. <laughs> That's fine. Because I've drank all the rum. The all the rum is gone. Fine. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I don't cast trees. Never mind. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and Brigard will, you know, uh, tell the father that it's it's all right. That kids are just having fun. It's it's all good. And he'll say, um, if you tire them out now, they won't fight you when it comes to be bedtime. They'll tire themselves out. Brigard has contracted crotch goblins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go at this point. We have a greasy Brigard with crotch goblins. <laughs> and the 13-year-old doesn't have a phone to just roll her eyes and pour, uh, lose herself in, so she's just sitting there watching this. Can you imagine the tweets for that one? Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I sit down somewhere. Okay, well, I'm glad you're but- sitting down. Um, because standing awkwardly in the doorways, not you know, a polite thing to do. Sitting across the room from me, casting grease as children are climbing over me—that's much better optics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really works considering I'm I'm the only one here who doesn't have somatic components to their spells. So <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter if you know Rick is across the room. You can all tell he's like grease that shit up. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna hear about this uh, we're gonna hear about this scene guys we're gonna gonna get notes (laughs) so Rick you're you're just gonna go sit down and you're not gonna say anything for the moment okay I I like nodded at her when I entered the room (laughs) 
he's not a suave person just because he has a charisma <laughs> a good charisma score does not mean he's good at talking to people you see that's that that's the difference between russell and rick is you see rick is just pretty <laughs> obviously because yeah. that's the only way he could have a charisma score that high russell <laughs> Russell taken on a purely visual basis is probably a an average to slightly below average man. He's just a smooth talker. <laughs> Didn't you say you were um fucking Chris Pratt? He's he's an attractive man. Yeah, but but Chris Pratt somewhere between the office and Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. <laughs> what does a hello and a 31 diplomacy get me? <laughs> um <laughs> She'll she'll say hello back. Uh, you can tell she's nervous, but but she'll she'll be polite. She, she'll be like, uh, "Hello, w- welcome." Um. Uh, uh. First of all, sorry for um. Well, for everything, I guess that happened. Huh. Daddy said you didn't didn't mean anything by it. No, not not negatively speaking. I was just trying to help somebody else out. You well, can't tell. Not good at talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said that I couldn't be mad at you for a stupid mistake when I was taken by slavers because I was being stupid. So I guess everybody does stupid things. Russell will kind of look up at this point and be like, did you go to that well? (laughs) And Rick's just going to look over at Russell. Yeah. Like fucking hard. I did. Then then honey, that was not your mistake. Some wool got pulled over your eyes. You don't need to blame yourself about any actions of anyone who did anything to mislead you. I still should have been smart enough not to be going out on my own. And and that's a lesson learned. But you don't don't need to blame yourself over over someone else convincing you to do something. Yeah, well, looking back on it though, it was pretty stupid to think that I could go out and collect leaves to make some ridiculous perfume out of. No. Where I come from, perfumes made of a lot stranger things. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's not like magic make people fall in love with you kind of stuff. No, not not so much. When when people start reaching for magic in a world that now, granted, I'm a. Uh, I'm trying to accept the reality that maybe magic was a thing where I came from, but um, but people did a lot weirder things in the name of magic where I came from. <laughs> There's a perfume in, from my time that attracted big cats like lions and tigers. That sounds like a stupid thing to do. Sounds horrifying. Was- done completely by accident and photographers use it what's a photographer a person that has a device that um it's able to capture images that you can see 
uh, quickly and preserve them. It steals images? It doesn't steal them. It makes copies. Like my phone. And I pull my phone out and I take a picture of Brigard and I show it to him. Did you just harvest my soul, Rick? <laughs> Does it feel like I harvested your soul, Brigard? Can I roll a soul check? <laughs> you can roll an intelligence check. Oh, God. Can I? <laughs> oh, yes. Roll says plus mod. Jeez. <laughs> this isn't Savage Worlds. <laughs> 11 is enough for you to remember that your soul belongs to Asmodeus and you don't think he's going to let Rick oh. have it. <laughs> okay, so not not that I don't know that my soul isn't a, a tangible token that can just get passed around, but that it's already in someone else's purse. Right. Fair enough. Okay. So 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 yeah, you realize that if Rick had actually captured your soul in his phone, there would probably be an Asmodeus here right now. Gotcha. And Asmodeus. Uh, What do you do with these pictures when you capture them? Um, Depends. Generally, you look at them. So it must help when you are not with someone, you could capture a picture of them to refresh your memory of them. Yeah. So they're they're like art? To show people. Yeah. And some people do... uh, like, particularly these people out there taking pictures of big cats and stuff, there's awards and things that you can win for taking really good pictures or hard to find pictures or rare things. It, uh, it wasn't nearly as fancy in the time as I came from, but, uh, it was, uh, it was a technology that existed even then. We'd, uh, granted, you weren't, you weren't taking pictures of big cats. You, you had to stand still for about 20 or 30 minutes. It was, a. Uh, there's a bit of practice, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I could be really still for that long. Well, it's like the kind that from my time, it was you, you point it, you click it, you're done. It doesn't take much time at all. And we got all kinds of cameras. The ones like on here are actually not all that great comparative to real, like good ones. Really? Because, I mean, yours do color and everything. Yeah, but uh, it's also like the size of a thumbnail and a real camera is much bigger and has a lot more capability for detail and lenses and things like that. Well, I don't know anything about photography. But uh, I do, I do art uh, uh, portraits. Do you want to see one? And she will hop up and run off in the other room, and she'll come back with a. a it's not re- really very large, but a, a small portrait painting of her father that is actually really good. <laughs> like on a scale from fifteen to thirty, how good? Sean, fifteen to thirty. <laughs> I'm the one who's been drinking here. Hold on. Oh, those are like decent craft checks. Um, ah. Uh, Well, she rolled an 18. Okay. Uh, I I think uh, Rick would be like, this is pretty good. I can do this without magical help. (laughs) 
Hey kid, your picture's great. I can do I, this without even trying. I don't no, I, I said I couldn't do this without magical oh, help. Okay, my audio, my audio cut out. My earth. <laughs> yeah, I sounded yeah. like you said could on this end. Okay, <laughs> I, this this is this is pretty good. I couldn't do do this without magic. Uh, I don't I don't do many of them. Paints are expensive, but you know. Sean doesn't know how to make paint, so Sean doesn't know how to explain in an easy way to make paint. Burger does. <laughs> That's fair. It's, I uh, I always always save up my allowance until I have enough enough to buy new colors. Uh, I would ask, uh, do you have any uh, left? Paints? Yeah, I have some. Bring them here. I'll show you something. Okay. And she'll dart back to her room and come out again. And she's basically got a, a box that has lots of little jars in it. Um, some of the the brighter colors and whatnot, she still has plenty of, but the the colors that she would use for for the dull clothes that most of the farmers wear and the skin tones and things like that, they're all pretty low. Okay. So, um, first, I, I want to experiment because I don't think Rick has tried something like this before, but I want, I want to do like a small experiment if I could get like a cup uh, and some water uh, and like pour just a little bit of paint uh, into the water and then okay. cast Masterwork Transformation on it if it turns the rest of the water into paint. Okay, uh, roll... Roll Spellcraft. Just see. Spellcraft? Yes, um, roll Spellcraft. See how well you're doing this. I've got a decent amount of Spellcraft. That's a 30. I rolled pretty well. Yes, you can make paint. Okay, so <laughs> I make her more paint, and it's good paint. And it has anti- Caking and anti fucking aging modeling gravity <laughs> agents in it. It'll last a while. Is good paint. Is good paint. I need you to explain anti gravity paint to me. Um does it just it, float off the canvas? Uh no, it it, <laughs> it, it, it reacts. This is Don's thing. Oh, I thought Damn you it. said Sean. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, anti-gravity paint uh, is paint that you can uh, draw whatever direction you are facing as you paint it is the it won't run down if you're painting upside down I see yep I've, I've never experienced this before it's a fantasy world Tracy it's uh... a <laughs> <laughs> As soon as Russell noticed what Rick is up to, um, Rick would uh, do a little bit of mind reading slash telepathy, if possible, to uh, communicate. Like, as she brings up a shade, if she wishes it was a touch warmer, Rick will, or Russell will communicate that to Rick. Okay. So not only does she get making... the paint she had, she gets the paint she wishes she well, had. She, all right. Uh, if if this works and I can tweak the colors of the paint, if does she have like more jars, like just a shit ton of jars? Um, if you ask her about it, she tell you she has empty jars in her uh, room. Bring bring more empty jars. 
right. Bring me the jars, child. Bring me all of the jars. And just create her like a full palette of like a shit ton of colors. Like you went to Walmart and bought every single apple barrel, like one of every apple barrel they had. For the fucking paint, she has a shit ton of colors, and they're all full because it turned water into paint. <laughs> so she's extremely excited, um, and, and, and it's like, okay, I, I I need to paint this, and I need to paint this, and she's going on and on, and her dad, her father's like, well, no, you need to to sit down for supper. Uh, your mom's got supper on the table. Let's uh, put the paint down. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So and uh, ushered into dinner. Um, while while uh, everyone else is going in for dinner, I'll I'll tell Ben that I'll be there in just a minute, and I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna cast uh, Crafter's Fortune on all of the uh, paintbrushes. Just like that'll only get one use out of them, really. But right, okay. but I'll do that. So, so she's going to start painting like Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> so, yes, this this is a pretty good spread on the dinner table. Um, it is all very, very home cooked kind of feel. Uh, this this isn't like something you're going to go in a restaurant and order something. They've roasted a pig. She's done all kinds of vegetables and, and whatnot as a side. There's there's food everywhere. You you must be doing very well with your your ranching to to have such a feast to give three people who one of which anyway this looks amazing <laughs> like I, I like to I like to think that like right when he was like one of which like Rick just kind of like elbows him. <laughs> <laughs> The pig was was one of ours, of course, that we slaughtered. And uh, around here, it's it's not hard to to make deals with uh, farmers and stuff. They 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 will trade vegetables and such for animals. You know, uh, a lot of bartering goes on here. Well, uh, we just might have to figure out something so uh, so you guys provide a bit of meat to my establishment. Oh, yeah, uh, we're always looking for for new contracts. Uh, we we have some that some meat that you know it's butchered and, and salted to preserve it for the trading ship, but uh, you know most people prefer fresh meat. So anytime we can get a fresh meat contract, that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, what do you do with the bones? Rick, <laughs> with the bones, yeah. Uh, well, some of them are dried out and turned into bone meal. Uh, the the farmers sometimes will will pay for bone meal. Uh, the rest of them are, are pretty much discarded. What would you like, uh, cash wise, for access to your discarded bones? You want the discarded bones. Um, can I ask what for? I'm opening, or I'm working on opening a shop that deals in bone works for various purposes. 
Oh, so like like carving them them hair berets and shit out of it. That um artwork construction uh if anybody's good with necromancy, that sort of thing. Um okay. Well, considering we typically just toss them out anyhow. How about if you, you know, whenever you you come out to get the bones or whatnot, you just keep my girl there in those paints. Works for me. Uh, she's pretty good. She is. And kind of hoping that maybe if we send some samples to some of the schools around in the big cities, she can get accepted. That would be good. Given that y'all don't have anything akin to YouTube here. It's hard to self-teach. Yeah, I don't know what you just said, but... It's a thing from our world. I'm sorry. It's a thing from our world in his time. And my time. Cause... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's an... It's a worldwide collection of informational lectures um, and entertainment that you can view from anywhere at any time. YouTube.com slash Action Forge. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kind of not a thing to say, okay, well. Yeah, there's a there's a school that's uh it's run by by one of these guys that uh, they refer to as a, a master. And uh it's up in Dunwich and ever so often he lets people come in and and study for a few months under him if they have enough natural talent. And uh, we, we, we're kind of hoping that, that our Claire can get in. Oh, with, as well as she's doing self-taught, I imagine that she could. If any of you are magically inclined, uh, there's ways to greatly enhance your abilities in that as well. Yeah, uh, everybody kind of knows that there's spells and whatnot that can make people better at stuff, but uh, you find most places in this world, as far as artistry goes, that... Uh, Let me just feel like it's a cop-out. Yeah, kind of. They want to. Uh, they want artists that have real talent there. To, so, like, if she can do this, she she could make a lot of money painting portraits of rich folks. That's fair. As a note, I did put one of those spells on the brushes, but if it improves her ability a little bit, she'll be able to learn from what that's given her as she moves forward without magic. Alright. Well. That, that suddenly makes a whole lot of sense, Ben. What's that? This whole time I've been in this world, I've been trying to figure out how people work with magic that can suddenly summon anything they may need if they happen to be able to you know work with uh work with the uh, the cost of casting such spells and it never occurred to me that people may just appreciate something done naturally it's it's about a sense of pride you know and a job well done <laughs> you don't you don't feel near accomplished it Near as accomplished if your magic does it all for you. That, yeah. 
just suddenly all clicked into place. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always folks that, that disagree and do things the other way. But uh, I don't know. I kind of figure if Claire was born with the talent, that uh, she's meant to use it. Mm-hmm. I think until she gets accepted, occasional use of magic certainly not going to hurt and might help because she can look back on what she did with the magic and see where she can improve without it. I suppose that makes sense. But uh, yeah, y'all boys sit down and, and have some dinner. There's lots of good food here. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, I think Rick will eat out of politeness. All I right. don't even know if he <sighs> tastes anything or not. Yeah, you can taste it. Okay. It's just not as appealing to you as it used to be. It's not satisfying. So y'all will have a nice little dinner with this family. Uh, well, it's nice if you don't mind the fact that there are children who are constantly having to be corrected. And, you know. Of course not. <laughs> Shit. Because they 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 do have have the kids. This is a, a rather rural farm family, so there, there's a good number of them. But uh, once you've made the paints for her, she'd warm up to you quite a bit. But she's just going to ramble onto you about her art. Okay, I think uh, while while they're talking, Rick's going to be piecing together through magic. Uh, something that is a little bit more from his time and I don't know if it's going to work or not but uh, he's going to try and make like effectively like an iPad Pro sort of thing (laughs) with an Apple pen Uh, of course it it wouldn't be like a true one he's trying to magically to avoid the to avoid the lawsuits? No, yeah. no, to uh, to make it not require fucking Apple account. <laughs> like, I just wanted to like be have like something like a drawing program, like Procreate on it or something. Right, I tell you what, Sean, I'm not gonna let you do that at their dinner table. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like he, like he's just thinking, and like while he's having these life thoughts, he's he's casting spells. Like I imagine, like he's using Fabricate to coalesce. Uh, I'd like you to the rare materials in order for you to cast you have to do all the components and you're sitting at a table where you're supposed to be trying to make this child feel more secure around you right and you're just gonna randomly cast spells that that's fair uh uh like while we're talking about art and stuff I would I would be telling her that like where I come from a lot of artists don't uh, there are a lot of artists that don't use uh, paint like this uh, anymore because uh, one, paints are expensive, and two, uh, once you do something, it's hard to undo. Random pigeon sounds. Explain how a tablet works. Random pigeon sounds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. If, now, if you want to work on making her a tablet when you get home or whatnot, yeah, that's fine. But I would suggest don't be casting spells at their dinner table. Okay, fine. Fair enough. That that would be my oh. my suggestion to you. What What if I cast um 
minor illusion at least so that i could show her what it's like i think as long as you asked permission from her parents it would be okay okay can i cast an illusion spell yes yes you can okay i cast an illusion spell and show her what tablets are like Alrighty. So, and now suddenly she knows what an influencer is, and you've completely wrecked this woman's <laughs> worldview. I don't show them the internet. <laughs> I watch artists on Twitch constantly while I'm editing video. There, there's nothing horrible about that. <laughs> so yeah, um, unless there's anything else in particular y'all wish to speak to this family about. Y'all will have a nice dinner before returning home for the evening. Uh, before they leave, Brigard will say, um, will uh, go to Claire and say, um, those toys I sculpted, I, I realize you may not want to play with them much, but with your painting ability, you could make them come to life even more. Um, yeah, I, I can paint them for the kids. And that's all he'll say. And then that, that's like his farewell sort of party comment. And real quick aside, um, amongst things that Russell has seen since they've been at Hilltop, has there been a more talented artist? No. Um, in fact, you might remember that when talking with, I believe it was Sammy, she was talking mm-hmm. about the fact that there that she'd love to have an art teacher in uh, Hill Point because there's there's not anybody around to teach those kind of things to the kids and that kind of stuff. You know, Claire, uh, you may want to talk to uh, Sammy um, about teaching some of the others the skill you've cultivated. And uh, I, for myself, am always looking for good artwork to hang up in the uh, establishment. I'll be opening here soon. Um, I can paint some pictures for you if you just tell me what you want pictures of. Sure thing. Uh, I tell you what, anything me or uh, Miss Raylene asked to have painted, consider it, consider it an order. Not, you know what I mean, not an order, but a request. <laughs> like, like a commission. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And yeah, seriously, talk to talk to Sammy. Yeah, I have to go to school Monday anyhow. Or uh oh shoot, yeah, I'm about to say what's crap, what's her last name? What Sammy? Yeah. yeah. How do you pronounce it? I'm sorry. Uh let me go live it living. It, it's Tuneg. Uh, yeah. Talk to uh talk to Miss Tuneg. Uh she's a... Uh, She's been uh, a little bit... She's been wanting to get someone in there to try to teach. And uh, you never know. That could uh, that could help you both in, uh, yet again, a way to uh, earn some money via your talent until you get picked up by one of these larger schools. And, uh, you know, if you happen to make the teacher or the rest of your subjects happy, you never know how that could help you out. Yeah, I don't... I, I wouldn't mind teaching some other people how to do it. So, like I said, we all have to go back to school Monday, so. Ooh, I make sure that she has ultramarine blue. Okay. Sorry, art history classes in me came out for just a second. (laughs) (laughs) That's some expensive paint there. 
<laughs> e. And titanium white. I, oh, I don't exactly I don't exactly know what's so important <laughs> about titanium white, but it comes up in memes a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's important, trust well, me. Sean, Sean, there's this great program I should probably show you on Netflix about the history of art and how it influenced the world and then the world influenced it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch that. YouTube.com slash action forge. <laughs> 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 Whispering is not subliminal advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Not at my current level, but if I keep practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. And uh, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll like, I'll shake Ben's hand before we leave and say goodbye to Claire. All right. After making sure she has those two expensive materials. And I will say goodbye to Mary. And and if any of them are handshakers, I shake their hands. Otherwise, I just say bye. Well, they would all shake your hands, even the little ones, because daddy would make them behave. (laughs) Manners are now at the end of the night, he's able to get them to behave. No, um. (laughs) No, but manners are important. So, you know. Russell, for the most part, is going to kind of take a back seat for the evening. So unless anything ever came up that he needs to smooth over, he's just going to kind of sit there and enjoy the meal and make sure to be very complimentative and whatnot. Yeah, I think I think once he fixes her paints and starts talking art with her, she kind of forget to be afraid of him. <laughs> yes, that's an artist right there. Guarantee it. <laughs> so y'all, y'all would have the nice dinner and head on back. Uh, is there anything else in particular y'all would be doing this evening before retiring um, to your homes? Regurgitating my food. <laughs> Thank you. Far out of sight from the uh, family. I hope. yeah, like I, I just I don't think he digests so. Right. He's got to get rid of it somehow. Right. It just sits there. Yeah. And I don't want to... I don't want my breath to stink because I have rotting food in my gut. Fair enough. Does that mean we could store stuff in there? Uh, yes. All right. Oh, heck yeah. Technically, I, I've already had... Or no, I didn't have anything installed yet, have I? No. Oh, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. I'm sorry. I don't think so. Check uh, chat. You, you. Oh. <laughs> you, uh, you talked about it, and uh, Yvari told you she could do it for you. That's right. But I don't think you've actually. I have not. Can we install a bag of holding in there? Uh, theoretically. I don't. I don't think I'd appreciate having a twenty-five pound bag in my chest. But yeah, it'd only be like wearing a backpack attached to my throat. No, no. It's easier. We put it in your. We have to get it past your esophagus. We bypass the gangrene. Aren't little, right? And we can't even make them because they cost life. <sighs> and I don't think you have the magic chest spell. I'll ask Asmodeus for one. <laughs> hey, 
asthma pups. Can I get one of them bags? Devil Daddy, please give me a Devil Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, when I when I go back home, I'll I'll spend a little bit of time. How much time do you think it would take me to at least attempt making a tablet that will basically just has art functions? Like it's not supposed to really do anything else. Well, I de- I'm not a hundred percent sure this wasn't something I had planned for, but it's about time for us to re- finish recording anyway. So I will let you know at the beginning of the next session. Okay. Ooh. Well. Just to be safe, then, for my overnight thing, I'm going to be casting Simulacrum because it takes 12 fucking hours. Damn. Okay. Russell's going to head home and work on all the finishing touches and whatnot to make sure everything at the Vagabond's repose is as nice as possible. Uh, Brigard will be uh, whittling or uh, carving uh, even more figures since he just gave away a whole handful. Okay. But he wants to be sure to have this done. If he has to work through the night, he will to uh, have the toy box fully filled uh, and decorated by the time uh, the inn reopens. Oh, I just had a thought. I just had a thought. What if what if our spooky scary skeletons was uh, us playing characters with minis that Brigard made? Like if it was a a and deception sort of thing? I think I have a vague idea of what you mean, but that, that could be fun. Like See, now the trick ass. is instead of me playing Russell playing a character in a t- tabletop RPG, like Rick needs to play Russell playing a character and, and Brigger <laughs> needs to play Rick and Russell needs to play Brigger. <laughs> That's too complicated. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh shit! But like, and like, have somebody like have Vari be the um be the GM. I don't think you wanted Vari as your GM. Okay, whoever would be make the best spooky, scary skeleton. Speaking of King Finder. Wait, are you making a simulacrum of an iPad? No, I'm making a simulacrum of myself. <laughs> so you can fuck yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hello. I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't understand why you would need a duplicate of yourself for well, anything other than for, that reason alone. For one. So when we leave town, there's still another guard. For two. Because simulacrums are very useful fucking things. Because they can help you on craft checks. They can take care of things while you're gone. He does realize how pretty he is now. (laughs) And because he can't see himself in a mirror, this is the only way he can... Can, Wait, can you see yourself in a mirror? Did we address that? Uh, Uh, Like, my... My flesh is not reflected. But... I think we, I think we found out I can be seen in pictures is what it was, right? Yes, you're when you take a picture with your phone camera, you show up in it, but you do not show up in mirrors, no. 
Oh, wow. Does my reflection show up in mirror? It, does my reflection <laughs> in a mirror show up when I take a picture with my camera? Now my... See, I'm going. I'm going to a completely different place. If, if, if Rick were to suddenly find himself in in uh, possession of a mirror of a mirrored DSLR camera, circa like you know, 2000 to 2016 or so, would he show up in that camera? I don't think so because it's got it. It relies on that mirror to function. Mm-hmm. So, so only mirrorless DSLR or cell phone cameras. Yeah, this can be like, important um, for later. You never know. <laughs> like uh, dot scan cameras and stuff would work. Um, or that's not what they're called. It's something scan. Yeah, I'm reading simulacrum. What's to prevent simulacrum, Rick? Simulacric, uh, <laughs> from. Gaining sentience and uh, determining he is the real one. The point that I'm stronger than him. Okay. And I, I think I can just like end his existence. Uh. Whoa. Uh, uh, remains under your absolute ab- command. But what if? Okay, now I'm I'm writing a Star Trek episode in my head of why <laughs> it would believe it needs to rebel against you. Never mind. Okay, that's cool. That's neat. That's. 12 hour spell though that's yeah oh you don't sleep yeah you can do that. that that's that's why i was like okay since we're not sure about the app since we're not sure about the tablet i'm just gonna go ahead and cast this because uh i can cast it as a level five spell because i'm arcane huzzah no you could you get away with uh lesser simulacrum <sighs> it only lasts an hour per level oh and because yeah. because I have access to summoner spells, I get it at level five for um, uh, arcane. I think we're we're gonna need to have you role play how you're making an ice sculpture. And is that a craft check? Um, I make a disguise check. Oh, I see it right there. Okay, all right. I'm not trying to be a dick and poke holes in things. I'm just really curious about poking uh, holes. I in could things. easily generate uh, frost, which can be broken into snow by a cat. Re- rapidly casting a ray of frost into a humid room. I could also just do it to water and dump ice out on the floor. All right. It's easy to make ice. <laughs> I get, so I could do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just going to be like a weaker version of human Rick, basically. Because I want him to... Simulacrums are weird. I want him to be able to walk in the sunlight, so I'm making him not vampiric. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Destress Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge.
They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is Last Call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time.